Hi there, Joanna here in the Relentless Rambles of the Relentless Podcast. And welcome back to my backyard with my dog, my fur baby, maybe next to me, chewing her trusty bone. And I wanted to talk about dealing with uncertainty today in this beautiful Tuesday morning. We're all currently still in the quarantine for COVID. And I I have a feeling this is going to, it's going to take a while just based on the things that I've read and the things that I've seen as someone who works with healthcare workers. And so dealing with uncertainty is something that's very relevant now, not just for survivors of child sexual abuse, but for everyone. And so I thought to myself, if there was a good time to do this, now was perfect. I basically broke it down to two different things. The first part is allowing yourself to feel the feelings. This can be in the form of journaling, or this can be talking with a trusted friend, planning what you can, and then taking the rest as it comes. And breaking that second part out is figuring out what you have control over and then letting go of the rest. In college, I still lived in the home where I was abused. I lived with a family that either blamed me for the abuse or blamed me for causing strain in the family because I could not get over it. They didn't support me wanting regular therapy, which is very ironic. But I think that there were cultural reasons in addition to just the overall stigma of what therapy is. Um, Those things didn't help me. But on top of all of that, I was struggling because I was financially dependent on them. So in essence, I felt stuck. I was in nursing school and I was also pursuing ROTC to get a commission into the military as a nurse. And to do both, I needed to focus on the two without a paying job, which was a struggle for me. I know that there are a lot of people who are able to do that, but I tried it out and it turns out when I tried nursing school and ROTC and a job, um, I, I, kind of failed at everything. (laughs) It was already difficult to do well in school as a survivor of um, trauma, living in the same house where I was abused with an unsupportive family. So I felt stuck. There was, it felt like I had no end in sight. I battled with crippling depression and anxiety. Anxiety because I didn't know where I would end up. There was a lot of uncertainty involved in all of that. And so what did I do about it? I was very systematic about this. I first separated every predicament I was in into two categories. I tried to figure out where the most painful points were in my life. The things that I wanted to change at the time were definitely moving out of the house. It was healing from my trauma. It was graduating nursing school, passing my NCLEX, which would then helped me become a nurse and earning a commission in ROTC. Now, as far as order of importance, there were some things that are definitely more of a priority than others, but I took it by stride. I took all of those things that I wanted to do. My biggest pain point was living with my family. I knew I needed to get out and I knew that the only way to get out was to graduate and to make sure I had a secure and financially stable job. And so that answer for me, because I was already going down that path, was graduating nursing school and commissioning into the Air Force as a nurse. In a nutshell, I divided every predicament I was in, those being examples, into crap I can change now and crap I have to change later, okay? So things you can change now and things you can change later. 
I made tangible goals according to these different predicaments. So underneath these overarching goals, I made subcategories for the things that I could change or affect. I mapped them out. I made long-term goals, which were maybe about four years out, three months to six months out. And then I made short-term goals, which were monthly, the weekly, the daily goals. I mapped them all out on paper. And then every now and then, every season, I went back and reassessed the original list of predicaments um, periodically. I took every day by stride. I celebrated my small wins and I let myself grieve my losses. It's easier said than done. Obviously, during this entire time, I was still suffering from a lot of the anxiety and the depression, but this this helped me cope a lot with it. So if, if you look into my office, I do have a dedicated spot where I kept, where I've kept all of my planners because I hold them near and dear to my heart. They've helped me get through many things. Now, every small win fed into improving a predicament that led to lots of large leaps. So getting a good score on my nursing exam, going against my parents' advice and continuing to pursue therapy, getting through a week of school, spending time with my ROTC training team so that we could execute a plan of action smoothly for a day, or even exercising weekly to get a good fitness assessment score for ROTC. All of these small improvements didn't help me get out of my family's home. They didn't help me graduate nursing school or pass my NCLEX. They didn't help me from years of mental and emotional pain of being abused and being blamed for it. They didn't have a direct effect on any of those things, but every small improvement fed into a lot of those large goals that I had. And overcoming my small challenges helped me to get to my next one every single day. So eventually what happened? I was so busy reaching my quote unquote small and little goals that before I knew it, I blinked my eyes and boom, I was there where I wanted to be. So this in a nutshell was one of the ways that I was able to cope with the anxiety of uncertainty. There are lots of different things that we can do to cope with anxiety, but I found this to be extremely helpful. And so just going back, some of the takeaways. One, figure out where your pain points are in life. Write them all down. Find out which ones are the most important ones to you. And then two, separate every predicament that you're in into two categories. Things you can change now and then things you can change later. Three, after all of that, make tangible goals. So map them out long-term and short-term. So map them out uh, maybe five years in advance, four years in advance, however long you think it's gonna take you to, to reach those goals. And then make the, the sub-goals, the smaller goals that feed into those large goals. Four, go back to the original list of predicaments periodically. I'd say every season, every three months, and just reassess them. So go over the list and figure out which ones can you change now and which ones you can change later because that's going to change over time. And then five, take everything day by day. So celebrate the small wins. And I mean, let yourself grieve the losses because I think that's a part of respecting yourself and the process of healing and the process of anything that you're going through is, is honor the feelings that you've got. Because I've, I've found that by trying to suppress them, they only got worse later on, finding a way to cope with those terrible negative feelings. How do we apply that to now in the COVID crisis, in the, the pandemic that we're in? Really, it's a lot of the things that I've seen. I don't have control over how fast this is going to take. I don't have control over what the timeline is going to be <laughs> if it's if if the pandemic is going to affect my 
my now postponed wedding date if it's going to affect me being able to go to school on time right after the military. I don't know any of those things, but the things that I do know on a daily basis are the different ways that I can take care of myself. Maybe drinking water every day or keeping up with my physical activity or eating well might not solve all these huge problems in the large world, but they help me cope with, with a daily struggle. And the things that I can do are paying attention to the things that I can do. Checking on my friends, checking on my family members, checking on those who I think were a risk categories in my family and in my circle of, of people that I know. And uh, no, it might not make a huge difference on, on how this pandemic goes, but those things do help other people and those things do help the overall goal of, you know, just getting through this. And so I hope this helped somebody. <laughs> I hope this helped in some shape or form. What are the different ways that you found to help you during this, this very unprecedented winter and now spring season. Share them. Send send a direct message, a DM. <laughs> Does anyone call them a direct message? Or on um, my Instagram at Relentless Joanna or comment on this Instagram post dedicated for this episode or on the website www.relentlesspodcast.com. I think that there is a lot of power or inspiration that we can all feed from just by sharing our personal wins, our small losses, and the many different ways that we've been able to cope. And yeah, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Stay safe.